Don't tell anybody. Imagine, if you will, a world where the greatest literary minds never died. They lived on to share their wisdom with us for years and years. Sounds like a dream. But dreams have a nasty habit of becoming nightmares. We take you now to the Puffin Publishing Podcast. Hey, Vern. Hey, seeing as we're out of school right now, you want to play kickball? Absolutely. It's my favorite game. Oh, I love playing kickball. Oh, but wait. We don't have a ball. Oh, no, this is not good. Wait a second. I got an idea. You got an idea? Yeah. I'm going to climb up the top of that tree, and I'm going to get that hornet's nest, okay? All right. I'll wait down here, and I'll catch it. All right. I'm going to climb up the tree. I hope I don't fall down. That's the only dangerous thing that could happen. Absolutely. Hello, little girl. Oh my god! I'm a boy, but oh god! I'm sorry, I could not see that. My name is Stieg Larsen. What are you doing out here in this park? Oh, we're in a park and we're playing play kickball. But we forgot our ball. Oh no, that's not good when you can't play kickball with a ball. What are you going to play kickball with instead? Well, me and my buddy Vern, we found that hornet's nest. He's going up to get it now. What? You're going to play kickball with a hornet's nest? Yeah! Are you crazy, Tom? You can't be the girl who kicked the hornet's nest. Well, I'm a guy, but Vern's a girl. He does have long flowing hair. He is very pretty. But don't tell him I said that. Oh no, my lips are sealed. I can't talk to him about you thinking he's attractive because I have to talk to you both about kicking a hornet's nest. Why? Why can't we kick a hornet's nest? Well, because imagine a hornet's nest like your home. You know your home where you live with your mommy and your daddy? Yeah? Well, how would you feel if big giant man came and kicked your home? I think it would be pretty fucking cool. Okay, but what if he broke your Xbox? Oh! And you'd get really angry with him, right? And you'd want to get all the forks and knives out of your house and you'd want to stab him all over with them, right? Yeah, I, I would want to stab him all over with all the forks and knives. Well, you see, the hornets inside that hornet's nest, they're like little tiny Joe Conroy's. And whenever you kick the hornet's nest, it's like you're kicking all of the Xboxes. Oh, no! The instant you kick that hornet's nest, all those little hornets are going to come around and they're going to stab you all over and it's going to hurt. Ouchie, ouchie! Oh, so we're not supposed to kick the hornet's nest. No, don't... Bird is not supposed to be the girl who kicks the hornet's nest. He's not supposed to be like the girl who kicks the hornet's nest. Burn! don't get the hornet's nest! Sorry, I can't call anyone. I told you not to do it, but you did it anyway. He's going to die! He's learning his lesson. You shouldn't have kicked the hornet's nest. Have fun! Bye! Big Lawson will fly away now.
Thank y'all, everybody. Thank you for coming out to this white supremacy rally. We knows we white, so we knows we right. Tonight's agenda for this meeting is a Muslim ban. Let's oh. let's ban the Muslims. Let's if there's a Muslim, let's ban them. Muslim ban. That's right. That's a great idea. Does a brother want to talk about a Muslim ban? Come up on stage. I'd love to talk about a Muslim ban. Hi, it's me, Michael Shara. Nice to meet you, Michael Shara. Nice to meet you, brother. Oh, uh, I'm sure you've uh, written some great works that spread our message. I certainly have. I certainly have. All right, and you want to talk. What are your ideas? I've been struck by inspiration. Persephone, the daughter of Mother Necessity, has put unto me the idea of invention. You're using a lot of words I don't understand, but tell me what it is. What, I, what do you have in mind for the Muslim ban? A Muslim ban is an idea that had never occurred to me until this time. And we can use this Muslim ban to change the world into something that we like better. Make it a better place. We need to get everyone together. We mm -hmm. need to use all of our skills. Mm -hmm. And we need to put together a Muslim ban. Absolutely. Round and then we can up. compete in a battle of the bands. Or like we can get a record contract for a Muslim ban. I'm sorry, what? A Muslim ban. Yeah, a Muslim ban. With guitars and drums and maybe a banjo, some sticks, backup singers, Muslim band. Uh, uh, oh, oh, brother, uh, I, don't, I don't... Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, brother, where art thou? You, I think you're lost. Oh, uh, we're not talking about a Muslim band. We're talking about a Muslim ban. I'm not hearing the difference in what you're saying. Our accents are so thick and distinct. Well, we're talking about... That's right. A ban, as in they are banned from this country. They're not allowed here. And you... So it's a ban on the run. No, that's a Paul McCartney solo album. Well, it's not solo. Is it like how wings. certain bands aren't allowed to perform at certain venues because they roughed off the place? Muslim ban? Yeah, they're... they have such a rich cultural history. We need to put them together into one unit of music. The most pure form of human communication. The one most capable of diving into a person's soul in the least amount of time. We can change people's minds for the better, Muslim band. No, you're you're right in talking. We'll about call like... it executive order. Uh, well, you're you're on the right track with the whole like. They've been in a venue too long and they roughed up the place because you saw what they've done on our soil. So yes, you're right. What? Let's what? get them on the run out of here, out of this country. But not playing together. Well, like, listen, I know they'll face some adversity. The Jailer Man and Sailor Sam will be searching everyone for the band on the run, but that's why we got to protect them. We can reach the people through music. Now, I, I think we've got very different ideas because I'm talking about putting all the Muslims on a giant bus and driving them out of the country. A tour bus, exactly. We can even tour internationally. But I think you're talking about like the Partridge Family bus. And that's not what we're... <laughs> yeah, a real Partridge Family. Or like Bono in Across the Universe. Dr. Robert. Yeah, Dr. His Robert. character's name is Dr. Robert, but he sings Lucy in the Sky he with Diamonds. He sings, no, no, he sings I'm the Walrus. He sings I'm the Walrus, but during the credits, he sings uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. Also, we know a lot about Julie Tamor's Across the Universe. Solid film. For Backwater Rednecks, we know a lot about the I'm very stuff. culturally advanced, thank you. I, I often surprise people with my versatility and verisimilitude. 
Now, brother, I, I I respect your compassion and your in your passion and your and your uh, your your Christ had passion. <laughs> there was a passion of the Christ. Yes, uh, I I respect what you believe in Christ. Uh, it, but if you know Christ, you know that he wouldn't want Muslims around. He he would turn away anyone who was different. That's right. He would want us all to be the same, united in him. Yeah. Did you know that Jesus is a part of Islam? Uh, he's in there. No, he's a Christian because his last name is Christ. Well, damn, you make a real solid argument, but did you know that Jesus was a Jew? Jesus could not have been a Christian. That'd be like me being a Sharon. Uh, and I'm Sharon, and I'm Karen about my fellow man. Uh, no, Christ can't be a Jew. And he can't be an Islam. He's Your a, head is vibrating oh something my fierce. God, my head. Oh, oh, I, I, there's literal steam coming out the sides of your ears. Oh, and there's volcanoes in my pupils. And there's a there's a tank in your bicep. Did you just eat some spinach? Now, l listen, Michael Shara, you're you're gotten me all sorts of conflicted now. I believe a certain set of things, and right now you're pressing me on my beliefs, the thing I do to other people, and I'm realizing I don't like it when folks do it to me. That's right. I'm teaching you something called human empathy. We're going to get the people together. We're going to go to the airports, and we're going to make a Muslim ban. Oh, my God. I'm just now realizing that we're all but various stitches in a vast tapestry known as the Great Continent of America. We're all a different patchwork on this quilt. And I'm realizing that it's not I, but we. And teamwork will prevail. There's no I in team. But there is an I in high. Hello, brother. Welcome to the good cause. Let's go start a Muslim band. Muslim band on the run. Meow, 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 meow. Band, band on, on the, the run. run. Muslim band. I don't know enough about the Muslim band to make a good parody of this. Okay, sir, sir, I know you're upset at me, Jonathan Swift about the many satirical things that I've written, but listen, they're funny. Trust me. Are they? Yes. Are they? They're very well, funny. I, Alan McMacMac, for Books for Children, will be the judge of that. Now, I need you, I have some questions about your mm -hmm. most latest book. What is it, Mr. McMack? Entitled, An Indecent Document Suggesting Universal Abortion. Okay. How can, no, how can well, this be safe for children? See, see it's funny. It's funny because the mothers are walking the fetuses by their umbilical cords. Like, like a dog. Leashes. Like a yeah. dog. Like yeah, a dog, it's sir. It's cute. It, it's like, have you seen a pug? Now imagine like a pug that's like hairless and wet. <laughs> see, it's funny. It's funny. I, do you see me laughing? Am I laughing? On Am I laughing side, at your ha-ha little joke? Yes, yeah. but that's not what counts here. Do you think these children know how to laugh on the inside? No, it's all external. And you're going to scar them with your book, Make Love to Me, Mother. <laughs> okay. Uh, Want to explain now? Okay. Well, that's I, a good one. Oh, no. I, I'm proud of that one. I'm proud of that one. I mean, with a title like that, I'm sure you would be. That is a that is a killer title. But I yeah. but I flipped through it on the inside, and you... Oh, you very... You it's very... a flip book of me 
thrusting my mother. But no, see, here's the joke. Here's the joke. Because I missed it. Please explain. If you play it backwards, okay, it looks like I'm scooting out of her, you know, like birth. Sir, sir, children do not think like that. They only go forwards. They never look backwards. I like to challenge children and help them grow intellectually and humorously. Okay, well, in the same vein, I actually did read this one. Okay, I didn't right. just read the cover and Which then one my... did you read? Which okay. one did you read? It is called Make Love and Make the Gays Pay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me just re... Let me just re-clarify that. <laughs> I wrote it especially for pride. Make love and make the gays pay. Pay. Pay with what? With money? Yeah. Or with something else? I mean, I don't know what other currency they use. I'm assuming money. <laughs> Sir! I'm assuming money to pay for whatever... Sir! Yeah, yeah, like, they can't make such fine leather work on barter and trade alone. Sir, children are gonna read this book and think that they have to make gay people pay. I know! I think they should pay! <laughs> I'm not gonna like should the if I was working a bakery and a gay person asked for a cake, I'm not gonna give it to him for free. Okay. In the same vein as your gay books, yeah. uh this book entitled Quit Shitting. <laughs> they should Just them or everybody, because the kids aren't gonna know the difference. Okay, look, if they have if there is such an established piece of work as everybody poops. I think it's funny to give a counter-argument. Okay, well... It's funny! I, I, I'll give you that one, because poop jokes are funny. Yeah. Poop jokes are hilarious. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. I don't want to like come in here and just like criticize your work. You are a concerned I'm parent. concerned. I'm concerned. I like a poop joke just like everybody yeah. else. Look, I had a deadline. I had a deadline. I was not proud of that one. I'm not proud of it. Did you also plagiarize black people? More like whack people. Did you plagiarize that one too? It's so funny you, how, this, how how we walk like this. Well, and they walk like that. It's it's uncanny. It's uncanny. Well, but here's my thing with the movie. They took like they took a lot of liberties with the movie. It wasn't yeah. quite your story no, by the end of no. it. No, it's it's Hollywood. What now, can you do? but can you the do? but the movie version of Let's Build a Damn Wall already was pretty much your same book word for word, like page by page. I was really proud of how I made all the Mexicans beavers in that one. Okay. I and think then, the animal metaphor worked pretty damn good. And this, <laughs> this one almost got me kicked out of my house by my wife. Mm-hmm. I, she didn't understand that I was reading it as like a critique. She thought I was right. reading this for fun. Red Ocean, a story of women. Oh. Why? See? Why? See, here's the thing. I'm... As a married as as a married man talking to a formerly married man, I think we can agree on certain things. You have ruined my life because after she caught me reading that, I caught her reading your book. I beg you, sir, murder your wife. <laughs> Except she was reading the version for women titled "Murder Your Husband." I mean, you know. I've again, as a formerly married man, <laughs> there are some things I feel like I offer. Some perspectives that can bring new life. That's what humor is. Looking at things in a new way. Such as, maybe, or maybe not, killing your wife. First things first, I think all your books are very contrived in and of themselves. But I just think you're a terrible, terrible person. But, there is one book of yours that I did get some enjoyment out of. In, oh, good. In good. fact, no, I, I love hearing that from fans. I love hearing that from fans. In fact, I can... 
forgive all your other books because this book honestly did change my life. Oh, good. What was it? It was Spank Me, Spank Everyone. Would you like me to sign that for you? Yes, please. And thus ends the story of the Landshark Russians. You wanted to hear a horror story now, didn't you? Now there is a horror story from you. It's me, H.P. Lovecraft, crafter of horror and existential horror, also dick horror. Maybe it's a Lovecraft, my pants feel funny. I for one am terrified and experiencing my first arousal. Well, I mean, that's quite usual, but I will deal with it for right now. Now, kids, go back to bed. I read you a bedtime story. Now stop staring at me. I'm not going to read you another one. I, for one, never wish to see a bed again. I'm going to sleep on the cold, hard concrete floor like veterans. You realize that cold, hot, hard concrete floor was built by the same in the Russians in this book, right? Oh, no! So I'm just gonna sleep like Al-Qaeda gave me the old one-two! That is very dark and you need some help. I'm sorry, who read me that story? You asked me to read you a bedtime story! And I was thinking like a Berenstain Bears kind of situation! My dad has a mechanic named Al-Qaeda! Thank you! Uh, hi. Uh, are you Rick? Yeah, it's me, WWE Superstar Rick Rowe. My name's Justin Germeroth. I'm one of the cast members at uh, the Puffin Publishing Podcast. Thanks for uh, agreeing to meet me here. It's unpleasant to meet you. I won't shake your hand. I'm Rick Rowe. That's, you know what, that's fine. There's a cold going around. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, I don't cover my nose when I sneeze. I'm Rick Rowe. Okay, um, uh, can, I, can I buy you a coffee before we sit down? Yeah, and I definitely won't offer to buy you one. I'm Rick Rowe. Okay, what would you like, Rick? Surprise me. Surprise you? I never give straight answers to questions. I'm Rick Rowe. Do you you at least have any allergies that I should be aware of before I surprise you? Yeah, but I'm not going to tell you, and I'm going to blame you. If they flare up, I'm Rick Rowe. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Bruce, uh, can I have a uh, a soy pumpkin spice with a little bit of caramel in it? It's from my friend. That's a lot of sugar. I didn't tell you what I want, but I don't want that. I won't drink it. I'm Rick Rowe. Well, Rick, how was just a black coffee? All right, Justin Germeroff. I don't think we set up who you were. I didn't introduce you. I'm Rick Rowe. Yeah, I know. I did did introduce myself, though. Thanks for reminding me, Rick. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. I don't listen when you talk. I'm Rick Rowe. Okay, well, Rick, here's your black coffee. No, thank you. I'm Rick Rowe. All right, I'll just take this back. All right, so why don't we go sit down? And discuss. Fine, but I'm going to stand up while you sit in this public restaurant. You know what? You know why? Is is it because you're Rick Rude? It's because I'm Rick Rude. It's because you're Rick Rude. No, see, okay. So we here at the Puffin Publishing Podcast love ongoing jokes and catchphrases. And it seems you're way ahead of the game. Oh, yeah. Okay, so have you listened to any of our episodes? Nah. No? You just... I know nothing about the jobs I'm applying for. You know why? You know why? I, I think I do. Why, man? I'm going to hazard a guess here. 
It's because I'm Rick, Rick Rude. Rude. I interrupt yeah. you when you talk. I'm yeah. Rick Rude. Well, no, I waited for you to start because I knew exactly what you were going to say. Well, it was, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's Do fine. I repeat the same fucking stories over and over again? I'm Rick Rude. So, Rick. Do you have any comedy experience? Nah. No? I look down on comedy in public, and if one of my friends is listening to comedy, I always talk about they have bad taste. I'm Rick Rowe. Okay, uh, then... Then why did you reach out to us about a position on the cast? Nobody else wants me, and you're the dregs of society. I'm Rick Rowe. I mean, yes, yes, we are an improv comedy podcast. We're, we're pretty low. We're about up. We're about on the same level of a street puppet theater. You're between pond scum and the white stuff that accumulates on the corner of your mouth when you're really thirsty. I'm Rick Rowe. Yeah, no, I see. <laughs> see, no, it's the madness from Rick Rowe. It is no, it's we need, we need an insult comic here. Need a guy at... with edge. I'm Rick Rowe. Yeah, no, see, listen. I never flush the toilet in other people's homes. I'm Rick Rowe. What like what we have are four. Hey, barista, what am I? What name did you write on my cup? Yeah, that's right, Rick Rude. Didn't even wait for him to finish. We've got four... I'm Rick Rude. ...liberal, um, educated people doing comedy. We need someone who's edgy, you know, from the streets, if you will. And you take me very much as a very real kind of guy. You tell it how it is. That's right. I calls it like I sees it. Exactly. Even when no one asked me to, I'm Rick Rude. No, no, you just throw it out there. Throw it out there in someone's face. Like a sneeze you didn't cover. That's right. I throw all sorts of things in people's faces instead of handing it to them. You do. Why, ma'am? Why, ma'am? Why? Why I do that? Why ever would I do that? What hey, reason would I have to be like that? Hey, recruit, can you pass me a napkin? Nah. Okay. Hazard a guess as to why? Because you're rude, Rick. Rick Rude! That's right, that's right. Would you be, so would you be able to come in uh, next Wednesday and maybe do a recording session with us? Just kind of see how you sound on mic? What time? Maybe 9-ish, 9 p.m.? Good, I'll be there by 10.30 at the earliest. I'm Rick Rude. Making plans not following through, Rick Rude. All right, thank you, thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch. I won't. All right, here's the phone. Here's the phone. Okay. Hello? 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 Am I... Am I talking to Rick Rude? I'll never tell. Why won't... Why won't you tell? Mm. Can't you tell by the look on my face? No, I can't tell by the look on your face. Mmm... Well, I'm going to keep making non-visual cues in an audio format. You know why? I have literally no idea why. You know why? No. Hold on. Let this guy tell you. Kevin, you're never going to believe this. But it's because I'm right, Rogue. Illinois, Chicago. Illinois, Chicago.
아프리카 외동딸 일리노이 시카고 과선배는 김진모 그는 이사촌 If I were a poet, I would write a sonnet. It would say I love you, your name would be on it. If I were a farmer, I'd give you a bunny. If I had a beehive, you would get free honey. Fa la 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 Fa la 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 If I were a baker, you could have a crawler. If I were a painter, choose your favorite color. If I had some diamonds, I'd give you a few. Anything to show you how much I love you. Fa la 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 Fa la 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 Did you guess my secret? I am not a poet Couldn't write a sonnet And I think you know it I am not a farmer Can't give you a bunny I don't have a beehive Sorry about the honey I am not a baker, don't know bread from batter, and I'm not a painter, and it doesn't matter. I don't need a present, all I have to do is look at you to show you. How much I love you. Fa la 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 la